0: Hello everyone so I am happy and scared right now to be here there's a lot of people that I care a lot about in this room and I just want to say thank you for being here really means a lot and um, specifically want to shout out to my brother and uh, his wife Kara who are being skyped in currently hi guys (laughs) anyways so my name is Jordana Haig and I am the daughter of Tim and Cheryl Haig I've been coming to this church for about four years, uh, but have been attending a church for my whole life. I was fortunate enough to have been born into a family with strong Christian parents. They taught me discipline and independence as they pushed me through school, literally. They also taught me love and care and always respected my opinion, even if I had no clue what I was talking about. I really appreciate my family, though. My mom has been, over my teen years, to be a shoulder to cry on and a best friend to chat about everything with. She definitely knows me better than anyone. My dad has been my bodyguard ever since I left the womb and has vowed to protect his daughters from all the evil men in the world ever since day one. It is comforting for me to know that my dad will always be there, no matter what I need. My brothers and my sister are my best friends. I yell at my sister for taking my clothes probably as much as I hug her, and my brothers will always be brothers. But God gave me those three for a reason, and I am thankful for that. I wanted to talk a little bit bit about my family first off because they are truly the ones that have shaped who I am today, and I am so proud to call them mine. I accepted Christ as my Savior for the first time when I was about five years old. All I remember is that my best friend Jenna had just said the prayer with her dad, and I definitely didn't want to be left out. Soon after, I sat down with both parents, and my dad walked me through the prayer to accept Christ as my Savior, and explained what it meant to follow him. Ever since then, I have called myself a Christian. I grew up going to Sunday school and hanging out with church friends every Sunday afternoon. I didn't really start living out my faith as my own, though, until I was going into grade 11. The summer before, I had attended a leadership development program at Winkler Bible Camp for two weeks. The LDP program was created to inspire young kids to see who they are in Christ and how to grow in their faith independently. My grade ten year had been very much focused on finding a bunch of new friends, and if I got lucky, maybe even a boyfriend too. It didn't take me long to find everything I was looking for, but by the end of the year, I was exhausted and burnt out. At LDP, I was shocked to learn about this God who loved me no matter what I said or did, I knew about God's love and how he would never stop loving me, but for some reason during those two weeks, the truth about God's love sunk in even farther. Um, I realized that I didn't have to try so hard all the time, and if my friends didn't like me for who I was, how could I even call them friends? I gained a lot of self-confidence that summer, and that confidence is something that has never left. Needless to say, the next two years of high school weren't the perfect two years I had been planning for. The struggles came when I again had to pick my friends and choose who I wanted to be. And being a normal teenage girl i didn't always choose the best side however during those two years god blessed me with an opportunity to go on a mission trip to peru and grow um, grow in my faith it was a 10-day trip where i experienced firsthand the power of prayer over the sick over our team and over each of us individually i didn't know anyone on the team until i met them in the peruvian airport besides a few skype calls we had had previously it was definitely an experience in which i had very little control and simply had to trust that this was where god wanted me I fell in love with travel, meeting new people and new cultures and experiencing God in such a different way than I had ever known. And so half a year after graduating from high school, I had big plans to attend a Cape and Ray Bible school in New Zealand and then travel Southeast Asia. I started Cape and Ray not realizing how many questions about my faith I actually had. They all seemed to pile up though and as we had discussions discussions and Bible studies. I found myself intrigued and challenged as a lot of my questions were answered and a few were left hazy. After a short month and a half of school, my program ended and I set off for my Asian adventure hitting Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, Indonesia, and parts of China. My first stop was volunteering in Northern Thailand teaching English. It was quite a culture shock for me during my first week, but not in the way that you would think. Because my volunteer placement was a non-Christian organization, I had gone from 100% Christian faith-based caponry to a group of young adults that partied and thought Christianity was a bunch of made-up stuff to have a good laugh at. All I remember thinking that first week was, what have I gotten myself into, and how is God going to get me out of it? I did not for a second think that this might be where God wanted me to be, and I'm still not exactly sure if it was. What I do know, though, is that God took that situation and taught me some hard lessons. It's fair to say that I completely freaked out that first week. I was so uncomfortable being there. I was worried about what people thought of me, and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. It was clear that trusting God and relying on Him completely was the only way I would make it through this adventure. Unfortunately, I gave in to my fears that week, and whether I verbalized it or knew it in my head, I was giving up on God. I let myself see how many challenges there were to face and how the odds were stacked against me. Through my eyes, I didn't stand a chance. I didn't believe that God would take care of me, and I didn't believe that I would still have a good, fun experience if I let God have control so slowly but surely i started pushing him out and making my own decisions until suddenly i was alone in asia with a thought of god far from my mind i told myself to just make the best of the situation and that everything would be okay later how many times have we said that said god you're god and in control but i'm a little scared right now so i'm going to get through this and i'll see you later that mentality cost me so much more of my life than i ever wanted to give away it doesn't work to put god on hold while we try to figure out our lives and think that when we come back to him things won't have changed We forget important details when we put God on hold. During my time in in Asia, I had forgotten one of my favorite passages, which is John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I've reflected a lot on this adventure I led myself on, and the small part of the picture I have sort of figured out is that the whole time, God was just begging me to fully rely on him. It didn't matter if I didn't always understand or have the answers, and it didn't matter if I knew where I was going or who I'd have as friends. He just wanted me to trust and follow him rather than trust and rely on myself. He wants everything. It's not enough to just say you're a Christian. You have to be willing to be alone in Asia with no friends if it means following him. You have to be willing to be made fun of in public not only once or twice, but maybe every day for a year. You have to be willing to go anywhere and do anything whenever and however many times he asks you. I wasn't willing to do that when I realized my situation in Asia, and it cost me. In Acts 2.38, it says, Repent, Peter said to them. And be baptized each of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I am being baptized today because there is nothing I would rather do than be willing with every aspect of my life. I've had my chance to ignore God and do my own thing, and what a waste of time that was. Or maybe it was the most important part of my life yet, if it has told me, if it if it has taught me what it really means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. I'm not standing up here today because I've got my life all figured out, but because God does. I'm being baptized today out of obedience and as a declaration of my faith in him. Lastly, I just want to share a verse that kind of brings everything together and reminds me how to live day after day. Ecclesiastes 12:13 and 14. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Thank you.